as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. He is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Welcome back to 88.3 WXUT's After Further Review. Last week, we tried to talk to Frank Vashner about high school football. It was the last week for Michigan. As you know, playoffs start for Michigan this week. This is the last week for Ohio, and their playoffs start next week as Michigan has nine weeks of football. Ohio has ten. But this is the best week, I think, of high school football in Michigan and Ohio because it's the playoffs, and it's also November 1st on a Friday, November 2nd on a Saturday, and uh, a lot of scenarios, a lot of things going on up in Michigan this last week for Ohio. It's going to be crazy. Maybe an undefeated team won't even sniff the playoffs. And then on Twitter, people are saying, which system is better? Even though Michigan's getting rid of the six-win format, some people are saying maybe Michigan's old format, which is the six-win, which is going to be defunct next year, might be a little bit better than the computer point system. But we got Frank Vashner here from Friday Night Victors to talk a little bit about that. Frank, what's up, man? Well, it's uh, playoff. It's playoff Friday here in Michigan. A lot of playoff games going on today. But how about tell you what? We'll start with the uh, brouhaha that's going on in the Buckeye State. Okay. So we'll start with Gibsonburg, and for those who want to get up to speed i saw this report from jordan strack channel 11 that gibsonburg is on the verge of finishing 10 and 0 which hats off to them that's good but they won't get in the playoffs and well possibly nah. we, i mean yeah, yeah it, it could it, it is weird but i mean things do happen on a friday night but I, the chances are very high yeah <coughs> excuse me but anyways I kind of looked into this, and it sounds like that they are not going to have enough computer points to get in. Mm -hmm. And I believe that you had told me that, I think Strack said this as well, that if they had been in any other region, they would have gotten in just fine. Mm -hmm. Now, Yes, it's a very tough, very tough region that they're in. And I think, I believe... In their because re- eight teams make it out of each region. I think six of them are eight and one. It, it's real, it, it's real crazy. It's a very competitive region, and they're ten and zero. But because of the opponents that they play, they're not going to get enough points. Yeah, I did. And I did see that their uh, that their schedule was kind of weak, and the only team that they had beaten, who was I think anywhere above five hundred, was Ottawa Hills, six and three if my memory serves me correctly. But anyways, and a lot of people are saying, oh, well, they should schedule tougher teams. Well, I mean, Derek, you might know this better than I do. Is Gibsonburg is in the, is it the Sandusky Bay Conference now? Is that correct? Yeah, they're in the Sandusky Bay Conference, which has three different divisions, like a big school division, a middle kind of middle school division, and a small school division. They were in the TAC for a couple seasons before, but yeah, they're in the SBC now. Okay, and uh, 
you know, and which division are they? And are they in the big division, the middle, or the small? I believe in the middle. I know they're not in the big division. I know that okay. usually the, the the big division usually is like D1. There's not too many D1 teams out there, but like D2, D3 teams. And I believe Gibsonburg is D5 or D6. I know in basketball they're D4. So they're about five okay. or six. Yes. Okay. Now, and I know, and I know you said that if they were in any other region that they would get in. Well, yeah. here's this is one thing that I this is one thing that I don't like about how Ohio does playoffs is that they decide the regions way ahead of time, which I think that if that kind of just opens up another can of worms. Terms because in Mich- in Michigan, how we do it. Right now, even though it's the last year of the old format, is you have schools that are class A, B, C, and D, and then you take all the schools that have won six, which is automatically qualified, and then after you take all those and what class they're in, then you look at the next highest with uh, playoff points, which are computer points. I know that's kind of been a misconception. I thought that they weren't. But they are act technically done by computer, usually looking at how many, who you beat, and how many wins your opponents have, and if teams you lose to, how well they did. Yeah, basically, and, you get points if you're if the teams you playing win, you beat them and they win. You get computer points from them winning. If they lose, yes. you get no computer points. So they well, they had a couple of, of teams that haven't won, so, and, and and not to mention too. Um, it's very strange, too. If you play lower divisions, you don't get as many points. If you play upper division, that's a good thing. So it, it, it kind of balances it out so people aren't trying to get cupcake schedules, basically. Well, yeah, and that's kind of how things are going to change next year, but I won't go into that. Fans can always look up our podcast for the discussion that you and I had. I believe it was, it was back in February or March. Right. But anyways, and then after – you have the schools t- that are selected, and then you take all the next highest with their computer points that are five and four or whatever. Then you go ahead and you put them in their divisions based on enrollment. You have Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, Division Four, Division Five, Division Six, Division Seven, and Division Eight, with one being the biggest and eight being the smallest, obviously. Now, from there, what they do is they take, they then go and divvy them up geographically by regions. You have four regions in each division. And then from there, you basically add them up each region into two districts. And then you have, which are four teams per district. And then you have your matchups for pre district games that are going to take place this Friday. So that kind of, that does kind of lead me to wonder. Let's say that. Let's say for sake of argument that Ohio did this like Michigan does, and they did not decide the regions until after the season. Do you believe that Gibsonburg still would have gotten in? I mean, let's just assume that there's there's no six wins and you're in. Do you think they still would have gotten? Do you still believe that they would have gotten in had they decided the regions afterwards? After they decided the divisions, uh, probably. I mean, I mean, like I said, if they were any other region, they would be in. 
but they're just in a very tough region. I'm trying to look up what region they are in. Um, um one of my friends, her pl oh okay, uh, um, she teaches at Carey, and Carey has a possibility of getting into the playoffs. And they're right now after week nine, they're eighth, and they're at four and five. I mean, it, it, like I said, there's teams that depending on right now, Gibsonburg is ten and zero. Uh, they would probably much be at the top of a lot of other regions that have eight and one and eight and one teams uh, at the one, two, and three spot. But yeah, that that happens. But I think they they would technically be in. Okay, so we we've pretty much cleared that up. I mean, it, I mean, for months sounds like it's one of those rare, it's extremely very, rare situations. It's very rare that this happened. I think this has happened only one other time since they've expanded to eight teams since 2001. It did happen to one of my high school teams when I went to St. Francis our junior year. Our team went 9-1 and one and missed the playoffs. But teams that were 4-6 and six got in in different regions. And that was because that year and actually St. Francis' one loss came to nationally ranked Canton McKinley. Now, this back in the day, this was where only four teams got in from each region, so they had just missed it. But what happened was the teams that they normally play, like Whitmer, I believe that year, Start, I believe that year, two teams that are normally pretty decent, that normally, like Whitmer usually would have a record of like 7-3, and 8-2. and two. That year they had a horrible team and went like 2-8. and eight. So they didn't get any Ooh. computer points. And I think Start, who was usually a decent public school, would go 6-4, and four. Um, sometimes seven and three on a good year start ended up being really poor. I think they only had one or two wins and it just, that year the city league was really poor in football. I think St. John's, I think had like a 500 year. So all their wins basically counted for nothing. So they went nine and one lost to a nationally ranked Canton McKinley team and didn't make the playoffs. And that was actually a really good football team. Very exciting to watch. It, it, it makes me wonder years later, uh, what they would have done as a uh, if they would have gotten the playoffs, but unfortunately that has happened to a lot of teams where it's not that they're scheduling poor teams; it's just a bad year either in the league or the team that they scheduled three years in advance looked good on looked good three years ago and then they fell off. Yeah, and then I I saw this from from uh, Strack. He said that. Uh, that Ohio High School Athletics Association sent out a proposal to coaches, and it, here's what it would be: expand qualifiers in each region from eight to twelve. Give the top four teams by their point totals a bye in the first round. I don't. I'll just say right now, I would not be a fan of that because for one, it's gonna. I know it's gonna allow you to keep. He says keep the ten game schedule, cut your preseason. A little bit, and then still finish the playoffs. But I still think that's kind. Of, I don't think that's a good move because I feel like I said I think you need to wait to decide regions until after you get the teams that have enough computer points and have qualified. Then you and give them up by division. Then you go and throw the geography in. That that could yeah I, I probably would agree with that you're right um it could it could be I don't know I, I yeah yeah I mean but like I said this is this is a fluke it doesn't happen too often so I, I know it's just kind of, it it just kind of sucks for 
the those players that have just busted their asses all year. They won. They won. They won their games. They did their job. And problem was the teams are, that they scheduled just stunk up the joint. Right. So I mean, it's, I mean that's just my two cents on it. Now we'll transition to my home state and the brouhaha that has happened there involving Harper Woods Chandler Park Academy. Now, what happened now to get everybody up to speed, they were scheduled to play <coughs> Bloomfield Hills, Cranbrook, Kingswood, according to the Michigan High School Athletic Association. But their coach, yeah, what's his name? John Jurgovich, coach at AD, said, Oh no, we didn't have that. We have eight games scheduled. But of course, the Detroit Catholic High School League director, Vic Michaels, he came out and called BS on that and said, we had a two-game agreement because they played Orchard Lake St. Mary's in week three, who is a who is considered a power in Division Three. And they got $2,000. And in week nine, they played the fourth-place team in the AA division, which was Cranbrook. Brooke, so, Jerry said there was no contract to play, play Cranbrook, but there was no contract to play Orchard Lake St. Mary's, and he, of course, took two thousand. Man, getting two thousand dollars for that. As a result, now here's where it really gets interesting because of the stunt pulled by Harperwood's Chandler Park Academy. That resulted in two teams being tied for the last spot for a Class B team which would be Emily City and Durand. Both te- both were both ended up having five and four records, same amount of playoff points. So when they go to the tiebreakers, the first tiebreaker is head to head it's head to head play. They obviously didn't play each other. The next tiebreaker criteria is Good to be there. Frank? Frank? I'm here. Oh. Can you hear me? Yeah. What happened? Uh, Frank, I think you're going in and out. Or are you trying to figure out some stuff? Just sitting in the same spot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your, your signal's going in and out. Repeat what you were just saying. Okay. As I was saying, Durant and Emily City were tied. Same record, five and four. They didn't play each other head to head, so can't use the first tiebreaker. Second tiebreaker is the record of opponents, and the record of the opponents was exactly the same. So then it goes to the third tiebreaker, which was the good old fashioned coin flip. So Durand got heads, Emily City got tails. When the coin landed, it was heads. So that meant Durand. Got in, Imlay City did not, and a lot of people I've talked with said that it was just all because of the whole Harper Woods Chandler Park BS. So, I mean, truthfully, Derek, it, it resulted in one team getting a shaft, and I even said you're using a coin flip to decide who gets in, who isn't, make it easier. 
tell Chandler Park that if they're going to play all these games, to get out and you bring them in. Or you could uh, also take a look at Detroit Communication Media Arts, who... Frank? Mm, Frank, looks like you're going in and out. Are you at home or something, or... Looks like we're having some time. Frank, what's going on, man? Are you going not on the Bluetooth, are you? Uh, hang on one second. Let me disconnect from my uh, AirPods. Yeah, see, uh, let's get in front. Okay, yeah. try, let, let's try this now. Yeah, it's, had... it's better. Giving you an update here as you as you went out. I found it. Actually, Gibsonburg is in region is in Division Six, Region Twenty Three, and eight teams. All eight teams that are in the playoffs are eight and one. That's Liberty Center. That's around here. Lima Central Catholic, Coldwater. Coldwater normally wins states in that division. Anna, Archbold, Allen East, Minster. Ooh, Minster normally goes to the playoffs and usually to states. Then it's Fairview from Sherwood. And then the team that's ahead of Gibsonburg, who's already mathematically eliminated, is Spencerville at 6-3. and three. Gibsonburg was not always in this region, though. They just moved them to this region, which Coldwater and Minster normally would play either, depending on the years, because obviously the numbers change, normally they're playing each other in the regional finals to get to states, or they're in different regions and normally or different divisions sometimes and getting to states. So they're in a meat grinder of a region, and it's virtually impossible. It is virtually impossible. Also, Ottawa Hills is in that in region, by the way, and they've been mathematically eliminated as their uh, number 15. But, yeah, they are in a very, very tough region. And, by the way, they also have Woodmore in that region who's 0-9. They got no computer points. So, um, Gibsonburg, you're going to have to toughen up the schedule at least a little bit because if they're going to be in this region for a couple of years, obviously, because the numbers change every two years because of enrollment. Gibsonburg's going to have a tough time getting in, in there. That's probably, I would say, in the state is probably one of the toughest regions to get in. I mean, you literally have to go 8-1, and 9-0, and or 10-0 and with a solid schedule to get in. Crazy, isn't it? And Frank, I think, is out again. Come on, Frank. We... Oh, here. Yeah, okay. There. Yeah, you're going in and out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, though. All right. So continue but with I... Detroit. Yeah, when I was Detroit Communication Media Arts was a 6-3 and three team that got in, but three of their wins, I forfeit, and two of those. <laughs> forfeit? <laughs> Wait, yes. well, how does that happen in high school football? Forfeit. Either a team does it ends up not having enough eligible players there's <laughs> to play or something of that nature or they end up uh, get or they end up using an ineligible player or something like that or they just up and decide yeah we're not we're not just gonna play and what happened was C- and two of uh, CMA's wins by forfeit were against Detroit Douglas because they were playing a couple from the PF of and of course, from what I understand, Detroit Douglas is, uh, to put it polite, for lack of a better word, a dumpster fire. Right, right. And because that's just something that um, Kyle McIlvaney, Dundee's coach, and I, we had talked about on Selection Sunday, saying, hey, they got two, 
they shouldn't have been allowed in because they scheduled they had Detroit Douglas twice and they ended up forfeiting and they didn't make an effort to replace them or whatever. So that's that's something that's actually gonna be changed next year with the new system, which is basically entirely on computer points and a fatigue. So you can't end up just and you kind of ties in strength of schedule a lot more where you pretty much just can't go out and play, say, the Jackson School for cupcake baking. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it's strange out there how teams win few games on forfeit. It, it, it's starting to be sad. Um, it makes me wonder because of the concussion stuff that's act come, going on, the losing numbers in football. I, I've never heard of teams forfeiting. I mean, I've heard it now. There are now. I've heard stories where guys use ineligible players. Like the, the, I don't know if you heard that national story where the guy was ineligible, so they gave him a different name. Oh yes, I heard about that. And he played the first game and really tore it up. And then they found out that it was actually the guy that was already. I mean, I mean, I understand teams do whatever they can to get the wins, but I do have noticed that the numbers have gone down for football and numbers are increasing more for soccer than anything but it's starting to get sad when teams are forfeiting i mean that's just you know you only see forfeits in like men's flag football beer leagues not actually in high school football yeah but kind of going off of of uh detroit cma they one of their wins was by forfeit was against detroit edison who excuse me technically beat them 38 16 but they ended up forfeiting i would assume because they used an ineligible player or something and then of course they play they had detroit douglas twice i guess one of those was a crop was a crossover game came in week eight and they didn't really bother to find anybody to replace him when they kind of knew about it in week four that douglas wasn't going to play i'm gonna try and pull up uh cma's schedule right now excuse me yeah, because this would have been their. This is technically the first year they qualified for the playoffs, and they had gone one and eight. And Douglas, meanwhile, since uh, CMA was in Division Four, the PSL league, Douglas <clears throat> ended up apparently just forfeiting all their games. And I guess they decided, you know what, we're not going to have a team this year <laughs> for whatever odd reason. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just think it is very, very odd. Ah, we forfeit. Yeah, I mean it's, but then again, next come next year, you're not going to be able to. You won't really get much for computer points if you get a, if you get wins by forfeit over teams that end up canceling their season. And so, but again, that's something that's going to go by the wayside. And hopefully, the stuff with Harper Woods Chandler Park. They end up getting, hang, they, they will probably end up getting their due because they play Detroit Country Day in the first round of the playoffs, and they are probably going to get rickrolled. Yeah, and that's what I, I, I speaking earlier too. I don't I don't agree with expanding the playoffs either to twelve teams. I, I stop the rickrolling. We see it a lot, and like you said, you just mentioned in Michigan. Teams are forfeiting. It's just not enough. I, I know Strack was showing the proposal from the coaches of Jerry Snodgrass here in Ohio, but I really think it needs, for one, it interrupts basketball too. I mean, you're adding more teams that are probably going to go out there and get killed, and, and, and especially in the smaller communities, 
majority of the basketball team is probably going to be playing football, and now you got to sit there and wait around an extra week or two for them to play football. So really, I think eight teams is enough. Four, you know, some people would say is even better, but I guess we're kind of ending this a little bit. Making the playoffs is special. I don't believe in expanding stuff. To me, it's always like, well, it's more fun for the kids, and they get an extra Friday, but at what cost? I mean, the physicality, one, and two, the embarrassment. I understand the top teams get the buy, but it gets to the point where you start to water it down. It's like, dude, if you make the playoffs, you need to be rewarded for the hard work, the dedication, and for you winning, not just putting teams. Because think about it, Frank. Who wants four and six teams in? Or some, if you go to twelve here in Ohio, you might get a team with three wins to get in. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, I would. I agree with you. They don't need to expand it. But seeing as we've only got five minutes left, we'll. I'll have to jump quickly to the next one. And right. sadly, this has become um, a pretty serious incident. Oh yeah, Warren DeSalle. Go ahead. Yeah, Warren. Yeah, I got news yesterday that Warren D. LaSalle football. <laughs> Another team that's forfeited their season, but I think this is a more serious note. Well, they had they had qualified for the playoffs at five and four. Well, they also played a pretty tough schedule, and right, they're supposed right. to play Birmingham Groves tonight, and then find out that it had, their season was canceled because of a hazing scandal. And I and now when I wondered about that, you think. Think okay, what happened? And, and it turns out, from this is the report from the Detroit Free Press that I have, is that sticks were used in a sexual manner to taunt players. And I guess those are allegations that I guess Warren Police have gotten a hold of, and they never knew about. How uh, so? Sticks were used to in a sexual, sexual manner. manner. And, and that warrants them to cancel the football season? Yes, it does. And, Derek, I will say this was the right move done by administration. Because, for, for one, you hear you hear about hazing all the time. I know it's going on for years. But, I mean, look, there's a difference between just throwing toilet paper over some freshman's house and using a broomstick to cause physical harm there's a bit there's a pretty big difference i mean look if you want to make i mean if you want to make the younger players bring donuts to a teeth to a film session and or something like that okay that's there's no, nothing wrong with that I might need more details on this because you got to remember these are eight, under 18 year old kids stuff like this happened now I can understand I mean where, where, where there's got to be more details just putting sticks in a sexual manner I mean come on when I was in high school kids were drawing you know body parts on books and people were laughing about it so i mean i I, I mean that happened so i mean what else happened was this some kind of traumatizing players or it's got to be something where someone's getting traumatized to me now if you just put a stick in a sexual manner i don't think that's a reason to to cancel a football game i mean i I, there's there's more it's got to be more to this story well from what i'm reading on the free press dlsl has disclosed that this was more pervasive and deep-rooted than originally thought. So 
I don't know if they were using the broomsticks in a way that is probably too graphic for me to mention on the air. But from what I can tell, it sounds like it was. Uh, and I'll just say shame on those players. And look. Oh, they were yeah. broomsticks. I'm thinking of like tree sticks. They were broomsticks. No, no. Yes, broomsticks. Okay. Yes, I'm not. I will. I will. Not, I will just say that probably the way they were being used was is too graphic for basically me to you're imagine. telling the fans to use their imagination. And I, I mean, yeah, I I, 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 I mean, I don't know what, like I said, I, I'd have to see more details on it. I, I if it's just because I, I mean, let, let's be honest, I mean, I. <laughs> When you've been kids, you take the broomstick and you you put it between your legs and you go whoa. I mean, if it was I just, think it was way more than that, right? I mean, if it was just that, I don't think that warrants canceling a football game. But yeah. then again, the times have changed, and I haven't been in school, you know, in high school, you know, so long, you know, since you know Clinton was in office. So you know, hey. You know, I understand t- times have changed, but, you know, it's starting to become to me that, you know, the sensitivity factor here with some of this stuff, you know, now if they were using those broomsticks and they were beating people with it or if they were sexually assaulting somebody with the broomsticks, then, hey. I'm, I'm I mean, joking. I don't like, Derek, I don't like to make assumptions, but it pretty much sounds like the latter of those. And I just sent, I actually just sent you the link to the Free Press article. So, I mean, and look, I've. Here's the thing. Hazing has just been cracked on a lot more on these days because, for one, it's gotten more aggressive. I mean, you do it in. You do it in high school. You can get. Have your sports season ended. Or you can face expulsion from school. In college with Greek life, you can get possibly. You can possibly have your sorority or your fraternity disbanded, or you can be thrown out of the college or university. Right. And if you do it at your workplace, you can not only lose your job, but in any of these situations, whether it's at school, at college, or in the workplace, you can face criminal charges. Oh, yeah, totally, totally, totally. I totally understand that. Um, but yeah. then again, at the same time, though, those are adults, and you should be mature enough not to be doing stupid stuff like that. Once again, these are kids. And if it's something silly, then, you know, you, you internally handle it. Now, when it starts to go a little bit overboard and people are being embarrassed or, you know, bullied or assaulted, then it's like okay guys you didn't cross the line that's when the the, the cancellation comes in there but like i said you you know kids will be kids and this goes for girls and boys and remember in sports there's things that happen that you know the 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 public shouldn't know about we've all been in locker rooms before especially with boys and girls so like i said if someone no more details will come out of this obviously there's got to be more to this story than just broomsticks but if, like I said, if someone was been traumatized, either assaulted or bullied, then okay, totally agree with with the punishment. But I guess right now, by the end of this podcast, we don't know what's really going on, so we can't, you know, give our full opinion on it until we get the final details. Story to be continued. Yes, and I did. I did send you the link to yes, the I'll read free it. press stories. So I want you. I'll let you read that on your own time. Um, so we'll just go ahead. <laughs> Excuse me. I have to go ahead and wrap this up because I know you've got basketball business to tend to. Yes. I have to get ready and head, get stuff together to head up to 
Dearborn Heights Robichaud as Dundee is playing them tonight in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So good luck, much... to, good luck to the Vikings. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's a few other playoff games to know going on. St. Mary Catholic Central is hosting Clinton Township, Clintondale. Um, Milan and Airport are in a rematch. Uh, Gibraltar Carlson travels to Riverview, a rematch of a district championship from a couple seasons ago. Oh, let's see. And Ottawa Lake Whiteford is actually going up to Royal Oak Shrine Catholic on Saturday. And Bedford High School, they're more for getting in the playoffs. They get Detroit King tonight at 6 o'clock. So. Man, Mike Vickers, everywhere he goes, he builds a winner. Yeah, although from what I heard, uh, because um, because uh, Kyle, our coach at Dundee, he, he actually coached under Vickers when he was at Delta. Right. And I guess he he got a got a he got a call from it. Sound uh, like Vickers was not too thrilled about having to play Detroit King in the first round. Why is Detroit King good? Yes, they yeah. Uh, Penny Boone and their running back is committed to the University of Maryland. Well, I mean, they have a and they have a really good uh, freshman QB, Dante Moore. I think is his name. Well, that's the point. When you get to the playoffs, you play the big yeah. boys. I mean, what, 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 I don't yeah. understand. What, this this once again and another stu- stupidity here. Look, dude, you made the playoffs. You play who you play. You got you got to step up. I mean, if yeah, you want to be a so champion, fun. you got to play. He might win. I yeah, okay. I mean, I just hey. I mean, I mean look, I, I under I mean, look. I I find I think I thought that that was gonna lose pretty badly. I don't. I'm not gonna go ahead and say that's a lock because eventually one, everyone's gonna lose. Only only what you got seven divisions or eight in Detroit. Eight divisions. Eight teams are only are gonna be happy at the end of the year. Everyone else is gonna lose. And and hypothetically. Already, almost half the teams in the state of Michigan are already starting basketball practice. So, at least be happy that you had a really good season your first year. You got in the playoffs. You're setting the precedent for the program. I mean, you just got to take your ass whooping. I mean, that's what it is. And and you also need also a message to Coach Vickers. Detroit King might be the defending champions in Division Three, and they're up in D2 now. But last I checked... They're not deities. They put their pants on the same way you guys do. Yeah, yeah. Borrow a lot from an old. I think it was an old Ohio State coach yeah. way back when. Yeah, like I said, you know, eventually you're going to catch that L. You know, sometimes it's sooner than later. But I mean, I think it's harder as you advance through the playoffs, and then if you get smacked up later in the playoffs, it's a little bit more of a sting than making the playoffs, especially your first year. You know, get smacked up a little bit, then you know what to work on next year. But, you know, hey, I'm just an observer. Yeah. All right. Well, Derek, I got to get going. I will talk to you later. All right. Thanks, Frank, with the insight on Michigan high school football. I talked a little bit about high school football, as oh, Ohio high school football as well. Yep, it was good. I'll see it. All right, man. So that was Frank Vaster there. Once again, uh, we were talking a little bit about, about Gibsonburg. They're in Division Six, Region 23 right now. They're at the 10 spot. Uh, they play Hopewell Loudon, who's in uh, Region 22. If they were in Region 22, they would actually would have made the, the, the playoffs. But, man, all eight teams are 8-1 and one in Division Six, Region 23. Ooh, man, that's crazy. Anyway, you can always listen to us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Uh, make sure you check out WHT's After Further Review. It's got the picture of Frank Vashner in the horse's head. When we return, we have more good stuff here on 88.3 WHT's After Further Review. We'll be back after this. <laughs> 